Greetings members old and new, and welcome back to the Possibility Department, your one-stop shop for the modern-day occultist. If you find yourself entertaining the possibilities of anything and everything when it comes to the great unknown, then this is the place for you. My name is Luciana and I'll be your host as we dive into what I like to call spiritual and psychological templates for living our lives, interpreting our lives, and creating change in our lives. Take what you like, toss what you don't, and remember that what we talk about on this podcast is just as far-fetched as the concept of any higher power. Alright, let's talk about some weird sh- Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Possibility Department Podcast. This is a reintroduction in- interview. This is a reintroduction episode, um, almost like a rebirth kind of episode. I've been talking about it for a long time and I finally did it. I deleted a lot of my old episodes, um, 48 of them to be exact. I think one or two I had already deleted, uh, but so you'll notice that if you're listening to my podcast or if you're new here, um, my episodes start at the number 45 and then it skips to like 50 and then it starts in chronological order and that is because I deleted the rest. So I went I think from 63 episodes to 14 total, which is a big leap. Um, those episodes are still available. They're going to be available on Patreon. I'm about to upload them there. I created a playlist called the beginning of the possibility department old, vulnerable, and deleted episodes. And that's going to be a playlist that's available. I haven't decided if it's going to be for level one or level two. Um, By the time this is up, it will probably be listed on my Patreon. So that's something that you can listen to there, but it is gone from the public eye. Um, And there are a lot of reasons for that. Um, I'm excited to sort of start over here. Um, I'm not going to go into sort of my origin story because I've definitely gone it through my origin story on Patreon and in those vulnerable episodes. So if that's something that you're interested in, head over to Patreon. But um, the the gist of it is that, you know, over the past year, year and a half that I've been podcasting, um, I've really just been kind of getting on a mic, you know, thinking of a topic or coming up on a topic or feeling passionate about a topic and getting on a mic and sort of talking just just intuitively in a flowy way kind of talking um and I don't regret doing that because it's the energy that I had to share at the time you know I was getting home from my job and I didn't have time to you know do research or do interviews or have guests on or to expand on a topic and look at sources or I didn't have time to dive in extensively to really anything all I could do was kind of surface level get on a mic and be like hey this is what I think Um, and you'll notice in a lot of those old recordings, if you become a patron and you listen, I mean, some of them I'm recording with a handheld recorder, like in my car on my lunch break and you can hear cars going by and, you know, I would wake up early in the morning and, and go get coffee and then just sit in a parking lot and record. I mean, I would record anything, anywhere, at any time, and it almost felt a little bit like an audio diary, 
Um, and so part of me does not want to lose that because it's like a, a really big documentation of that time in my life, but I do want it hidden away from the public eye. By putting it on Patreon and adding a paywall, it's it's a small paywall, you know, it's not, I'm not charging a lot, but it, it gives me more of a sense of safety that whoever is trying to listen to it actually has, you know, some sort of genuine interest and isn't just there to kind of troll. <laughs> So uh, I don't regret making those episodes because if I didn't make those episodes in that way, I never would have started my podcast because I didn't have the energy to make it perfect. I didn't have the time to make it perfect. It was either that or nothing and I chose that. Um, But now that um, I have sort of achieved my dream in some ways and I was able to quit my day job and do this full time, Um, I do have more time to dive in. I do have more time to go deep and to look at sources and to sort of expand on some of those topics. I do have time to have guests and experts on the podcast. Um, And I have some lined up. So it's, it's, it's a whole new world. um, And it's exciting. And so I just kind of want to do close the door on that chapter and open the door to a new one. So Um, I'm not closing it completely. Obviously, those are still available. So head over to Patreon if that's something that you're interested in. Um, There's 48 episodes on that playlist, I believe. Um, I think it added up to like, I don't know, seven hours or something like that, which is so vulnerable and so wild to me. Um, And that's not even to mention my Patreon episodes. I have 30 extra episodes on top of that on Patreon. So 50, 60, 70, 80. I have 80 episodes total um, combined. So yeah, if you're looking for more of my content, then then head over to Patreon. Um, So I wanted to talk a little bit about just this is kind of a a reintroduction for anyone who's new to the podcast or new to what I do. Um, My name is Luciana. I'm turning 27 tomorrow. Uh, on March 26th, I'm an Aries baby with a Libra moon and Scorpio rising. I'm Brazilian American. Um, you'll hear me talk about that a lot on Patreon, especially in the episodes where I talk about folklore. Brazil has the best folklore. Um, I'm talking like mermaids that drag you to the bottom of the sea and <laughs> kind of folklore. Um, and so that's a big part of my life. Um, I haven't been back in about 10 years and so um, over 10 years and so I've been trying really hard not to lose the the language and the culture um, and to keep that sort of ignited as a part of me and I'm sure that that has played into my experience of spirituality as well and I started this um, again I'm not going to go super into the origin story because I feel like I have uh, various times, but the the summary is that I, at some point, sort of woke up from my own life and realized that I didn't like my job and that um, I wasn't nourishing my relationships and that I had no time to myself and that I had no hobbies and that I had nothing except for my job and that I was very unhappy. Um, and I had been into spirituality for on and off for a while, sometimes in denial. Um, I think I really started getting into it like in my teens and then when I hit my 20s, I just kind of suppressed it and let it disappear. Um, And then as 
as I kind of woke up and felt miserable, <laughs> I sort of found it again and I used it as a tool to um, come to terms with my own emotions and and how I really feel and to come to terms with myself and sort of my true identity and not the identity that I had built up for the comfort of others, if that makes sense. Um, and so it's something that I've come back to over and over. And the way that I, I interpret it is that um, I don't deny the possibilities of anything. Hence, the possibility department was was born. I like to entertain um the possibilities of anything when it comes to the great unknown, when it comes to all the things that we don't know. I like to believe that we have more power um, than we than we allow ourselves to, to know or to feel. I like to believe that we have a little bit of control over our fate or our destiny or whatever you want to call it. Of course, there's always chaos and of course, there's always curveballs and mysterious things and and terrible things and tragic things and things that we can't control but I do like to believe that we have a little more control than what we allow ourselves to think or believe over at least some of the day-to-day sort of aspects of our lives and it's by harnessing some of that control that I've been able to effectively change my life um you know I I had a strange dream this morning where um I I was like transitioning through the different mornings in my life. It was very weird at first. At first I was in my high school, my old high school parking lot, like in in the morning as the sun was rising, killing the time before the bell rang and I was supposed to go to school. Um and then it was early morning at one of my old retail jobs. It was like 5 a.m. and I was in the bathroom getting ready. Um and I was in the bathroom at work getting ready and putting on like my belt and all my equipment and stuff because I worked in the warehouse it's back when I worked inventory um and then it was morning at my last job the one I just quit last year um and I was sweeping the floor and uh yeah it just um and so I was transitioning between all of these mornings and (laughs) It was such a strange dream and I woke up feeling kind of nostalgic. And then, you know, I looked out the window and this the sun was rising as it was in all of those different mornings. Um and it hit me. I realized like I I have the choice, you know, I can I can go on the balcony and enjoy this morning. I can get up and go get my coffee. I can, you know, clock in, so to speak, and just start working. Um, or I can stay in bed and just not enjoy this morning. Um, and so the the configuration of my days and what I have to do and where I have to be has has changed. And it's like I was almost feeling nostalgic because of the the feeling of those moments. You know, the sun is rising and I was sort of there to see that, but I was also having to do these other things and be these different places. And now I can, if I want, I can just fully enjoy the sun rising without having to put, you know, my little warehouse belt on, <laughs> without having to sweep the floor before the day begins, without having to dread the bell about to ring because I'm going to go to school. I get to just enjoy the morning and, and I work when I want. Um, and so I've, I've, 
I've been able to sort of build this life for myself by using these these tools and these templates. Now, is there something else at play here? You know, is when we use these things, are we harnessing some sort of, of higher power or something beyond us or something that's not us? I don't know, and often I don't think so. I, I often I often sit in the camp of of uh, psychology, you know, of using these things as sort of like these psychological templates, these little psychological buckets that we get to put things in in order to uh, make sense of our life experience, in order to um, categorize our life experience, in order to better understand ourselves. Um, but that being said, I mean, along the way, weird stuff happens, man. Weird weird stuff happens. Weird little coincidences, um, especially if you know people and you're talking to people along the way, you know, synchronicities where you sort of sync up and you get on the same wavelength with other people. Um, you have dreams and then things in the dreams happen. It just, weird stuff, weird stuff happens, you know, and then don't even get me into the tarot. <laughs> And, and how weirdly accurate that is and how does that work? And I've said in interviews before, you know, I used to think that tarot, again, was a psychological thing. And no matter what card you draw, you're obviously going to gain some sort of insight because all of the cards are designed to be windows into the human experience. So you're going to get something good out of it no matter what, just psychologically. And I used to be really, really confident in that. But um over, I don't know, the past couple of, almost a year now, I guess, I've been doing readings for a select amount of people, and I've done readings for myself for a long time, and I talk about this dynamic all the time. I, I don't, I don't know what goes on with tarot, but there is something weird that goes on with tarot, I can tell you that, because certain clients will get, you know, the same cards over and over, and other clients will never see that card, and I'm drawing from the same deck. Um, and some clients will get the same card, but from different decks over and over again, or the same animals from different from different decks. It's just, there's something strange. Or, you know, you, you get an animal that pops up in your deck, and then you see it repeatedly in your life. And that could be, you know, the whole reticular activating system, how we're just kind of looking for signs of, of, of bias. Um, but I don't know. I guess my perspective is see for yourself. I always say in my intro, you know, take what you like, toss what you don't. And remember that what we talk about on this podcast is just as far-fetched as the concept of any higher power. And I've thought a couple of times of removing that because I'm like, is that too much? But I, I always like to put people at ease when they kind of walk into this world because it can be scary, um, especially if you come from a Christian background, which I kind of did. Um, and I was scared in the beginning when I first started kind of dipping my toe in these things. But, you know, a lot of what we do is is working with, with templates, you know, such as the elements, let's say, earth, air, fire, water, spirit. Those all stand for different things in your life. You know, the earth element sort of represents like your finances and your body and your home and the air element is your clarity, your communication, your ideas. So using that, just that, as sort of a, a template to understand life, a template to um, categorize your life, a template to understand yourself. And in trying to understand yourself, you're using this this 
categorization of earth, air, fire, water. And that is no more far-fetched than the concept of God, you know, which most of us are comfortable with. A lot of us are really comfortable with the idea of um, some form of higher power. Maybe we don't like naming it um, because the... The name God can feel uh, patriarchal, depending on, on how you look at it. And I understand to some people it doesn't. To some people it does. I'm not saying to go either way. But um, a lot of us do, we don't deny the existence of some form of higher power. Something something that existed before we do. Something that's bigger than us that our human brains cannot understand. Um, and none of this stuff in, in, you know, sort of this occult kind of world none of this is necessarily more far-fetched than that it's you know it's either on the same wavelength or perhaps less far-fetched I don't think that me setting an intention for how I my day wants to go and lighting a candle and meditating on it is really like that shocking (laughs) you know it's 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 not that shocking it's not that big of a deal um and so I like to put people's minds at ease, you know, that what we're doing here is, it, you know, we're playing with our, our own minds and our own psyches and our own subconscious and experiencing some weird stuff along the way. And you can frame that however you want. Um, you can frame that in any way that feels good to you. You know, what what name for God or spirit or the great unknown feels good for you. What what feels nourishing? You can use that. And if you don't believe in that, then that's fine. Just believe in yourself. Just believe in your intuition. Just believe in your ability to see, hear, and know. Um, and so that's kind of what the possibility department in general is is about, is sort of playing with these things and not denying the possibility of anything and using these templates as tools. And I've used these templates as tools myself and it's it's helped me to change my life. It's it's helped me to do this. I get to get on a mic now and do this. Um, and that's pretty wonderful that I get to wake up and and do this. And I have so much more freedom in my life now. So um, I do want to talk about the reason why I, I sort of talk about Patreon a lot and the reason why I chose Patreon to be my platform. Um, And the reason is I create a lot of content, like a lot. And in the past, I have, I've had the possibility department since 2018, officially. Um, I started sort of like formulating ideas that I wanted a business in late 2017, but it has officially existed since 2018. Shout out if you've been with me since then. I started out on Etsy making little oracle cards, which you can get for free um, at any patronage level on Patreon as well. You're noticing a theme here. I make everything available to my patrons. The reason why I chose this is because I have experimented with selling things in the past. I've sold digital downloads. I've sold oracle cards, you know, physical and like digital Um, I've sold programs. I have a program called the Morning Oracles, which is still available. You can get that in level three. Um, It's a morning ritual program, which is really fun. Um, It has a lot of printables as well. And so I've experimented with selling these things. And the thing is, is that as a creator, in order to make money selling things like that, you have to charge a much higher price. 
So, um, for example, that program, I had, I charged like a hundred dollars for the program and don't get me wrong. Like I spent nine months creating it and, uh, it was a lot of work and I, I believe it was worth it. But at the same time, I would love to, I, I found myself in the situation where it's like, okay, I sold through the program and I made this hunk of money, but it's like, now what? <laughs> because I need money coming in every month. And now I just charged, you know, all these people $100 up front. And, you know, obviously we're going to go through the program and that's great. But I can't sell another program to these people again anytime soon because that was like kind of heavy on the wallet. You know what I mean? Um, and so Patreon is this concept of patronage. If you, you know, remember from history class, um, artists back in the day had patrons. They had people who pay them. Um, we have the art of many famous painters and the music of many famous composers today because they had patrons, because they had people who would physically pay them so that they could eat and, and pay their bills and do all the things that they do and continue to make their art. So Patreon has created a platform that's taken that really old idea of patronage, but modernized it. And so, for example, my level one patronage is just $5 a month. Um, and you can you can withdraw that or cancel that at any time. There's no obligation to necessarily stay. But with that $5 a month, you know, you get access to all of these other podcast episodes that are hidden from the public. You get access to the video interviews. You get access to the printable Oracle cards and all of my other printables. <laughs> so I, it, it creates this, this uh, stability for both me as a creator and for you as the consumer because now I have patrons to where I have a monthly income coming in, somewhat of a guaranteed monthly income. The patronage fluctuates here and there, but I usually make about the same amount. And so I'm able to pay my bills. I'm able to buy my groceries. I'm able to do my necessary things in order to survive as a human. And for you on the other end, you get to pay a lower price than you would if you were to buy programs straight out from me. So for example, you know, in level two, I have our get your shit together with the pentacle uh, program where we go through the elements, like I just said, earth, air, fire, water, and we start, you know, aligning those areas of our lives with, with what we want and with uh, our vision for what we want our lives to be. Um, and so instead of me charging you know, maybe a couple hundred dollars for that in order for me to make money as a creator, because realistically, that is what I would have to charge if we're looking at the amount of work that I had to put into it and the amount of money that I would need to pay my bills and to live if I were just to sell it off as a program once every five, six months, which is how long it takes. If I were to do that, it would cost a couple hundred dollars, whereas on Patreon, I only charge you $10 a month and you can cancel any time. And so it creates this beautiful relationship where it's like it's it's more stability for me. It's less money for you. You have the power to cancel at any point. There's no obligation for you to stay. And it just really it really helps me. So that is the reason why I've chosen that platform. It also offers, you know, connectivity to Discord. So we have like group chats that we talk in and that we check into. We do tarot challenges. We check in on the, the courses and programs that we're going through. And um, it's this it's this fun thing where, I mean, I have the Discord app and, you know, I'll be sitting somewhere waiting for something and I'll 
pop in and and chat with everyone and it's it's just become this beautiful little community and I know that sounds so ridiculous like everyone who has a community says that but truly I mean we have we have a channel just for I called it COVID support and people come in when they're kind of feeling blue or they're going through something COVID related um and I just I feel so honored that people feel comfortable coming in there and you know seeking support seeking you know the words of a friend um and I just I feel really blessed I feel really blessed and lucky to do what I do and I'm able to do that because of my patrons and because of Patreon because of those of you who are paying five dollars a month ten dollars a month twenty five dollars a month um you're allowing me to continue to create and to create on higher levels you know I just deleted all these podcast episodes and like I said, I'm going to make them available on Patreon, but I, I deleted them here from the public podcast because I want to sort of revamp the public podcast into something bigger, badder, and better. And that is because of the patronage of, of my patrons. You're, you're a part of the history of the possibility department. You are the one who's pushing it forward. You are the one who's taking it to the next step because without that, I wouldn't have the money to to eat (laughs) to be able to continue to do this I would have to be at my job and um, eventually I would burn out and this whole thing would would go under because it was not sustainable to work my job and to come home and to work on this I wouldn't have lasted that long it would have fizzled and the reason why it's not fizzling is is because of my patrons so um, I wanted to do a reintroduction I wanted to say why I'm here sort of what I believe in Um, And I wanted to talk about why I choose Patreon for everything that I do. You'll notice that I don't sell anything separately. Everything comes as a benefit to my patrons. And that is why, because it's, it's very important to me. It's important to me to continue to grow it. Um, So yeah, I, I hope you enjoyed this little reintroduction and, um, If you are curious about how I see things spiritually as it relates to witchcraft, which is something that, you know, obviously we talk about a good deal on the podcast. I've interviewed a good number of of witches. Um, Then go scroll back and listen to my episode called What is Witchcraft? And that will give you a pretty good idea of my thoughts on that. That's another good sort of intro episode. Um, I tend to call myself an occultist um, just because an occultist generally believes someone who um, believes in the occult, someone who believes in some sort of supernatural kind of power. Um, And that is how I feel most days. Um, I don't call myself a witch, although I do buy a lot of books that people would consider witchy. I practice things that people would consider witchy, you know, tarot, um, astrology is another template that I really love for self-understanding and self-discovery. I've grown to love, right? If you follow a lot of those older episodes I deleted, I I used to have kind of a love-hate relationship with astrology. And so if you looked at my bookshelf, um, you're going to see a lot of witchcraft. Uh, but I don't call myself a witch because the witches that I have met have practices that are much more intense than mine. Um, and so I feel like I fit more neatly into the box of an occultist. Um, and so that is what I call myself. And that is what I call our Patreon community. It's called the occultist lab. It's really fun. We have a lot of meditations as well, if you're into that. 
So uh, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you'll listen to the What is Witchcraft episode and maybe my other solo episode, What is Chaos Magic? That's another good one. And uh, without further ado, I would like to dedicate this episode to uh, not just my sponsor level patrons as I usually do, but all my patrons. So thank you so much for your patronage and for your support and for making the possibility department what it is and bringing us forward. Allison, Ali, Amelda, AMG, Amru, Amy, Ashley, Benna, Brianna, Brittany, Brittany M., Caitlin, Christina, Daniel, Denise, Devin, Elizabeth, Erica, Faith, Julia, Hannah, Ingrid, Jackie, Jess, Jewel, Carolyn, Kathy, Katie, Kelly, Kelly E, Kirsten, Kay Kingsley, Lee, Lindsay, Lisa, Luna, Mariella, Michelle, Millie, Miranda, Myriad, Nikki, Noel, Nix, Una, Rachel, Rachel M, Sable, Sandra, Sarah, Savannah, Serena, Shell, Sydney, Susie, Tanya, Tara, The Rosemary Witch, Vervain, Victoria, Vika, and B. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for being a part of my community and being a part of the history of the possibility department as we continue to grow it's been a long time coming it has felt like growth has been slow but also simultaneously when i look back it has been fast so (laughs) i thank you for being there and for being a part of that and um if you're listening and you're not a member um at least go check it out and see what we're doing over there um I hope you're having a great week. I wish you a great week ahead and stay mysterious.